everyone. It's Kevin, your host here at For Real Talk, and I'm here to welcome you to episode three of the season. Once again, the season theme uh, is origins. So more specifically, origins are a big part of who we are, uh, but we can also choose to not let our origins define us. Today, I have a very special guest, Elijah Davis. He is an undergraduate at BYU. He is a former foster youth, and he's also the founder of First Gen United, a community with hundreds of first gen students and professionals. Elijah, thanks for being here. Um, could you just tell the audience a little bit more about yourself? Yeah, for sure. Uh, thank you for having me, Kevin. This is honored to be here. Um, so yeah, like you said, I'm a, an undergrad at BYU. Um, I studied neuroscience and statistics. Um, I want to go to med school, so that's my eventual goal. Um, but like you said, uh, First Gen United. So it's a super new um, initiative and movement that I started with a couple of the students. Um, and yeah, as the banner says right there, it's for first gen students and professionals, um, just to kind of get people together and celebrate them and their journeys. And then to hopefully further down the line, once we get support to offer support back to them and empower them, um, through different means, but it's been great. And I've loved the support so far. And, um, so yeah, that's, that's about what it is. I mean, first of all, I think that's so amazing. Like as a sophomore, you're building an organization that helps a community that like you really associate with and identify with. Like I remember when I was in college as a sophomore, I was just like messing around. Um, but I'm, now I'm curious, like what drove you to doing this? And yeah, just curious if you had yeah. any moments that For sure, you yeah. know, that helped you see the need of this. Right. Yeah. So really what kind of started it is, I was actually talking to one of my roommates here and we were talking about the med school application process and how you kind of have to craft a story around yourself, if that makes sense, and mm -hmm. really tell who you are and kind of pitch that to people. And I was thinking about my own first gen story and kind of my origins, kind of like, like the story or the theme of this podcast is. And I was realizing that, you know, there are some people kind of like myself out there who have these amazing stories and have gone through some difficult things and, you know, they need support and they need a place to go and, and share that with other people. So just in the, you know, short month that we've been doing First Gen United, we've had a first initiative called My First Gen Stories. And we've, you know, seen tens of, of first gen professionals and students who have shared their stories. And it's just been amazing to see how much I can relate to them personally. Um, it's It's just been shocking. The, you know, the inspiring experiences and insights these people have to uplift each other and just the amazing things that they can do despite, you know, the sometimes difficult hands that they're dealt. So that's kind of what inspired it. Um, and just with the amount of support we've seen so far, I think that these shared collective narratives have the potential to do more. So we'll see where it goes. Yeah. You know, first of all, I, I love that. Like a big part of what you're speaking of is this socioeconomic inclusion when it comes to stories like you see in like TV or film. And, um, you know, I, I think a big part of being first gen and low income in that background is just this feeling of like shame, right? Like just, you know, for myself, like growing up poor um, and the shame around that and just kind of turning that into a more like powerful story. Right. So when I'm, I'm curious, like, were there any specific stories um, you remember from other first gen students and professionals that really inspired you? Yeah. Um, there, there have been so many, um, 
going back to what you said a second ago, though, shame, I feel like is something that's very prevalent that comes a lot with this. I know in my own story, it's something that I was actually really hesitant to tell people that I, you know, lived in foster care and that I'm a first gen and was actually a big part of my motivation in sharing my own story. Um, but I guess stories that have influenced me personally, um, in the survey we give to people, we give them an option of remaining anonymous. And this one person, uh, chose to do so there, there are so many great stories, whether they, you know, share who they are or not, but mm -hmm. this one particular impacted me. We posted it recently. Um, but they came from a community where, you know, it was, it was a, a girl, a female who, you know, the tradition was that girls just stay at home and they don't, you know, pursue education. Um, and she kind of got out of this way of thinking and it kind of escaped it despite, you know, class status and, you know, this way of thinking that she'd always been taught. And she went on to do amazing things and just shared really cool advice for people. Um, and just that remarkable change from something you've been told your whole life, which, you know, is, is a difficult thing to go on and do something and make something of yourself, despite people telling that you telling you that you can't is something that I just found really amazing. So that's probably yeah. the one I but yeah. And again, just this theme of like, you know, your origins kind of define where you start, but you cannot, you can let that um, not hold you back and just build your own story and like not let your origins define you. I think that's amazing. Um, but I'm sure the audience would love to know like more about, uh, you know, your own personal story. If you're comfortable sharing, I know you mentioned, um, you know, your experience growing up and going through the foster care system. It was something that uh, you were ashamed of before. And I'm just kind of curious what that story is and what helped yeah. you get over that shame and just use that as like a source of power instead. Right. Yeah. Um, it's, it's definitely like a work in progress. Like it's still something I struggle with, but um, let's see my story. So until about age 14, I, I won't go too much into the personal details, but I, you know, was in and out of homes, just, you know, parents struggling with difficult mental health stuff, couldn't keep a job anyway, not relevant. But when I turned 14, I was put in the foster care system and I was placed with this one family and I'd been out of school for about three years. And it was, it was a difficult time for me, you know, socially big life change. I I'd actually, I'd lived in Canada my whole life and I was in the States and it just, you know, everything was different. Um, it was, it was a really difficult time for me, especially educationally to come back. Um, but the main thing that helped me was just the support system. So people who were willing to, you know, share their knowledge, things that I didn't know, things that I'd missed out on. I was so surprised by how willing these people were to, you know, open up and share it and do it in such a kind way, not in a, you know, a degrading way at all. Um, I it was something that really changed my life was just having these mentors who, you know, were willing to give back after they had, you know, gone through the process and saw me where I was struggling and were able to, you know, pick me up and teach me how to do the same things they were doing. So that's something I really try to preach is just, you know, be humble enough to look for those opportunities kind of, you know, I was, I was really humbled. I was forced to be humble and kind of seek out those opportunities to grow, but I've been, been able to, you know, humble myself recently and say, Hey, where can I improve? And that's something that has just been shocking. It's been amazing to, to grow that way. But also the other side, it's a double-edged coin to, to use your experiences to give back to others, to recognize that you have things and knowledge and, 
you know, resources that you can give to other people who really need it. So kind of a long answer, but that's my story and kind of what, what got me through it. So. I mean, I, I don't think, I don't think that was a long answer. I was like, so engaged, just like, wow, you, you have a really amazing and beautiful story. And I think the part I love, you know, the most about just your journey is that you had that experience of having life-changing mentors who showed you the way and you're, I mean, you're connecting that to, uh, with first gen United and just using that as a platform to share stories because you know, personally how like these stories have impacted you and man, that is, that is amazing. And just kind of tying in uh, to something, you know, you spoke about before, just, um, you know, again, like your origins are your starting point, but you can choose to not let it define you. And uh, I think what you mentioned about just um, humbling yourself and like realizing that um, you needed something to change is just like a powerful thing. So were there any, I guess, like indicators that um, helped you realize that you have a lot to improve and how can other people make the same realization essentially? Oh man, there were I mean, I think my situation was unique in terms of indicators that I needed to improve, at least at that point in my life. You know, I was, I mean, it was pretty obvious. I'll, I'll say that. Like I was, at, I was entering high school with like a fourth grade math level, reading level. It just, I needed, mm -hmm. I needed help really. But I guess to answer the question of indicators now, you know, I, I don't know. It's, it's difficult. Like, I guess you, you definitely don't want to compare yourselves to other people. I think that's a detrimental thing, but kind of in a way, just looking around me and seeing other people and saying, you know, everyone knows something or has some skill or some experience that I don't have. And, you know, just making myself open, you know, a sponge to all of this knowledge that other people have and trying to learn something or, you know, grow from the people around me, I think has been probably the best way I would put it. Um, but yeah, I, I feel like everyone has something they can share. So just be open-minded, I think would be the best way to put it. Yeah. And I, I think, you know, that's something that we can often overlook, right? I, I just remember my experience of like um, graduating from college and then starting my career and just kind of like this imposter syndrome of being in the workplace. I was like, man, like, why am I here? Do I actually have anything to contribute? Um, but it turns out that for a lot of first gen students and professionals, there is a lot that they've had to overcome. You know, they're navigating institutions without a lot of guidance. You have to be resourceful and um, to have a lot of grit to succeed in that environment when you don't have a lot of guidance. Right. And these are skills that you can apply to uh, your career, like just after college and beyond. And honestly, I think this is stuff that, um, uh, you know, it's sad that a lot of first gen students and professionals just don't realize how powerful they are. And, uh, you know, I think that by sharing more stories like this, especially, um, you know, both on the Real Talk podcast and also First Gen United, I think that's going to really bring together the First Gen community so that we can really lift each other up. Um, but speaking of that, you know, I just, um, do you want to share a little bit more about uh, how the viewers can support First Gen United? For sure. Yeah. So it's a pretty new thing, like I mentioned. Um, we're working on a website right now where we'll have a lot more for people to do. But right now, if you could just, you know, find us on LinkedIn, we've got a LinkedIn group with a couple, a few hundred people now, which is great where we can, you know, I think that's the place where you can find other stories and you can share your own story and support in different ways. Um, 
but yeah, just go look us up on LinkedIn. I'd say would be the place to start and then keep an eye out for more to come. Yeah. And just for the viewers out there, I'm going to get all this information for you and put it in the um, podcast notes and description below. So make sure you check out what Elijah's working on. And, um, you know, for the first gen students and professionals out there, like just join the community. I mean, it takes a couple of seconds to join on LinkedIn. Um, say hi to Elijah. Um, but yeah, I just want to say thanks so much for being on here, Elijah. And for the audience out there, make sure you subscribe to Real Talk for more first gen perspectives. Uh, but again, thanks so much. And we'll see you guys next time. Okay. Thanks, Kevin. Later. Okay. I'm going to